Hi everyone, thanks for joining me again on the Derm of the Day podcast. Today we're going to cover a very high yield topic. It really could have multiple episodes and probably multiple hours of content on this condition alone, but we're just going to sum it up and give you kind of the highest yield points and just give you the basics for this condition so you can recognize it on exams and begin to um, just recognize it for yourself. So we'll start with a clinical presentation. Today we have a 14-year-old male presenting with new onset painful lesions on his face for the last two months. His mother states that his voice seems to recently have gotten deeper and he occasionally has mood swings. On physical exam, you note pustules and nodules with several cystic lesions on the cheeks and nose of this patient. So we'll give you a couple of seconds to try to formulate a differential. So given the clinical presentation, the patient's age, and kind of his recent social history and developmental history, as well as the physical exam findings of pustules and nodules and cystic lesions on the cheeks and nose. This is pretty classic for acne. And the kind of medical term for acne is acne vulgaris. The etiology of acne is it's due to four factors. Um, kind of gets a little bit complex, so we'll try to keep it simple, but as far as etiology, the causative organism is Propionium bacterium acnes, can also be induced by lithium, corticosteroids, and then occlusion, so you can have like a mechanical acne if you have something that's constantly pressing up against the face and rubbing and uh, clogging those pores, you can get a an acne that way as well. The pathophysiology this is where it gets a little bit more complex, like we were talking about. So first, you have a hormonal activation of the sebaceous glands, and that leads to plugging of the pilosebaceous unit. And from there, P. acnes, uh, the propionobacterium acnes that we talked about, comes along, kind of eats the sebum and loves the sebum, and then... From there, you get an inflammation, and that can lead to kind of these inflammatory uh, cystic lesions, inflammatory pustules and nodules that we saw in our patient. So, clinically, acne can be divided into three distinct categories or stages, and this kind of depends on where in the uh, kind of pathophysiology pathophysiologic sequence that we are talking about um, your patient is basically so you can have a comedonal stage and if you have an open comedone that is going to be what most people refer to as a blackhead if you have a closed comedone that will be a whitehead so your pustules there and then if you have inflammatory which is the next stage of acne. That actually occurs when the comedone ruptures, and that leads to papules, pustules, nodules, and cysts. And then the another stage or possibility, possible outcome from acne is a scar. And the scarring often occurs as the acute inflammation uh, starts to heal.
diagnosis is just based on a good history and physical. It'll be pretty classic patient presentation, kind of an adolescent, um, as those hormones are fired up, causing the overactivation of the sebaceous glands. Um, but it can occur in adults as well. And in females, you can have kind of a hormonal acne that may or may not be related to the menstrual cycle. So it doesn't exclusively occur in adolescent patients. Um, so you have to keep it on the differential, even for um, adults that present with acne. Treatment of acne, um, this is again, can get pretty complicated. And more recently, there's some better medications that have come along for acne, but we're just going to keep it pretty basic and try to give you a basic al algorithm to follow for exams. So if the acne is mild to moderate, so maybe they're not in the inflammatory stage yet, maybe they just kind of have comedonal acne um, and they're pretty early in, in their acne, you can give topical retinoids and benzoyl peroxide or BPO and from there you can add a topical antibiotic if needed. So topical retinoids are number one. You can combine that with benzoyl peroxide and then if those aren't really cutting it you can step it up a bit with a topical antibiotic. Then if the acne is more moderate to severe so you're getting into that inflammatory stage um, those more cystic lesions and things like that, you can add oral antibiotics. So stuff like your doxycycline, um, things of that nature. And then from there, you can move on to oral retinoids. And those are going to be, or that's going to be your isotretinoin or your Accutane. Um, so that is kind of a general pretty basic breakdown of acne vulgaris. Again, it's going to be most of the time in your classic patients, the kind of adolescents that are having the hormonal overactivity leading to activation of the sebaceous gland. Um, one thing we maybe didn't mention, um, you also have kind of a hyperkeratinization or increased production of keratin and that combined with the overactivity of sebaceous glands is really what clogs the pores and plugs that pilosebaceous unit. And then from there you get your propionobacterium acnes that comes along and starts kind of chowing down on the sebum and excess keratin and then from there you get your inflammatory lesions and that can also lead eventually to scars and uh, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. So definitely uh, one of the more complex conditions in dermatology. There's a lot going on, um, but we just want to keep it pretty simple. And I think if you um, stick to most of what we talked about in this podcast, should give you a pretty general, basic understanding of acne. Um, so that pathophys is big. Um, clinically, we talked about comedones, whether open or closed, and then the inflammatory lesions. As for treatment, you're going to start with your topical retinoids, including um, adapalene, tazeratine, and tretinoin. And then from there, 
you can add benzoyl peroxide. There is some formulations of the medication where uh, the topical retinoid and BPO are combined. Then you can also add topical antibiotics in creams or what have you if needed. Then if the acne is more moderate to severe, you can add oral antibiotics and from there step it up to oral retinoids with your isotretinoin. Um, I guess one thing I will just mention real quick as a final, final thing, we mentioned female hormonal acne earlier in the episode and some options for that. Um, Again, this gets back into the pathophys a little bit, but the sebaceous unit has androgen receptors, and like we talked about hormones, that is largely androgen hormones, um, which both male and female patients have. So one of the ways to block the overactivation of the sebaceous unit is to use an androgen receptor blocker such as spironolactone. So I guess that's kind of the final pearl and by no means was this an extensive um, coverage of the topic of acne, but like we said, it should just give you a basic overview, break it down and make it fairly simple and from there, hopefully um, you can do some more of your own research and studying to learn more about this topic. So hopefully this helps and maybe gets you a couple questions right on your exams. And until then, we will see you on the next episode. Thanks.